Hey everybody, on our podcast we talk about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Marcello, a director, choreographer, writer, and actor. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made, Made in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Today on our podcast we are interviewing acting coach Tracy Martin of Your Hollywood Coach. Tracy has worked in Hollywood as an acting coach for over 20 years and has had many students go on to have extremely lucrative and successful careers. Tracy's also my personal acting coach. Welcome, Tracy Martin. Hi, William. Hi, Mark. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm going to geek out and be a little fangirl for a second because I love your show. <laughs> and I just think you guys work together so well and you're so adorable. And I, lo- I talk back a lot. Oh, when, do you? Yeah, I, I actually, like the other day, I was listening to you guys talking, uh, you talking about um, to Leslie, and I was like, I have something to say. Um, <laughs> Great. But uh, yeah, I especially love your opening. I love when you guys go in. I'm Mark, and I'm William, and this is Made, made. in Hollywood. I love that. So, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, so I'm a big fan. Um, well, yeah, we're obviously a big fan of you. We talk about you all the time. Obviously, thank you're you. my acting coach, um, but we talk about you all the time on the show, so we're really happy to finally have you on, which we've talked about having you on for so long. Yeah, and I'm sure our many, many fans are uh, finally uh, <laughs> getting their <laughs> satisfaction here. Sorry um, if anyone's annoyed hearing about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tracy, uh, uh, first I want to uh, ask you how you got started as an acting coach. So, I was taking uh, comedy improv classes. I studied for over two years with um, a now deceased dear friend, uh, Paul Ryan. And uh, one day they just came over to me, the the two teachers, and they said, we're going to start doing improv classes for kids. Are you interested in teaching? And at the time I was working in an office, I said, well, I don't know. So... um, I I started and it was an absolute horrible disaster. <laughs> it could not have gone worse. I actually wound up getting fired. Um, it was really bad. Uh, one of the reasons I got fired was because, you'll appreciate this, William, because I was so short, they said, <laughs> that teenagers would never take me seriously. Oh, really? <laughs> I've, I've heard other teachers just in general uh, talk about that, how being short is is sort of a thing that they have to deal with with students. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. I hadn't thought about it either. So, <laughs> And, you know, I'm the size of 10-year-olds, so... <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, but then, so then I went to a different school after that. That didn't work out because I thought they were ripping off parents. And then I went to a different school after that. I also thought they were ripping off parents. Uh-huh. And then I just decided, you know what? Maybe I should start my own little class. And I made up flyers on my computer and I drove around to like hair salons and stuffed animal stores in Burbank. And I wound up with uh, four kids in my first class. Mm. And it started from there. But I also knew as an actor, that agents always refer coaches to their clients. Uh-huh. So I went around to agents and introduced myself to the youth departments. Oh, that's very smart. smart. Yeah, and it and I did um, steady marketing every eight weeks. So every eight weeks I would do a new session and I'd get out flyers in the mail and I started doing showcases and inviting agents to come see my students work. And um, this one agent, God rest her soul, Arletta, she um she was a big kids agent at the time 
and she came to one of my showcases and she said you did more with five students than I've seen people do with 15 or 20 and she started sending me clients who started booking mm. wow and then I a friend of mine was producing a trailer uh, for a feature and it was all kids mm. and the lead actress was five years old and I coached her on set um, first and last thing I ever I never want to be an onset coach yeah, you said. Why is that? that God you know, bless them. Um, it, it's just not my thing. Is it no fun? I've never. No, it is for some people. It's great fun for the. I think it's it's any job. You know, you like some jobs you don't like. It mm-hmm. just for me, it felt too closed in mm-hmm. and limiting. But um, but I remember this: the mom of the lead actress. They were leaving, going to their car at the end of. The, end of the day and she turned to me and she said my daughter has an audition tomorrow for judging Amy would you coach her I said I have no idea I said I could try I'll do my best for you Mm -hmm. never done it before and then she booked oh wow and I thought oh so that's how everything has started in my life where I go I have no idea (laughs) I'll try my best for you so would you say that there was never a plan to do uh necessarily to focus on youth clients but more that you kind of fell into it definitely I definitely fell into it but I learned right away that I cannot well I shouldn't say that because I have a couple of adult clients (laughs) but there are very few adults I can handle gotcha it's just not, I mean, I'm sorry, Mark, but most of you guys are not fun. Like, we laugh and laugh, and we, William could tell you, he's been with me forever. We laugh and laugh and laugh in my classes and my yeah. coaching, and my I do uh, Zoom classes with kids all over the country, and we're constantly laughing. And as soon as I coach an adult, it gets so serious. No, I, I absolutely agree. I always say that it's much more fun to make movies with kids than it is with um, adults. Kids are such natural natural actors yeah. and they have such a natural um, adventurous side and they're not afraid and you can give a kid a direction and they will just do it and they won't overthink it and they will like that you can give them a prop you can give them this you can have them give them blocking and they just do it whereas adults have to process and feel all the feels and like all this stuff and it's and there's a lot of drama in that there's a lot of drama and there's the always the drama of i have to pay the rent Mm. oh yeah and that completely takes the fun out of it for me yeah and i always say be serious about your work but don't take it too seriously i mean let's face it we're entertaining people we're not running into buildings saving them from fires right so yeah. there's got to be a huge element of fun in this. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why why do it? Yeah, and I can play. absolutely tell you that I've worked with recently. Even I worked with an eight year old. She was just as excited over the job she booked as when her grandmother came over to bake cookies with her. Mm. And equally. Yeah. And that's where I get off. I love that kind of excitement. Oh yeah, that's great. So that's why I work with kids. <laughs> And how long is it that you've been coaching for now? It's It opened in 1998. 1998. Wow, so that's wow. So how do, how have you managed to like keep it up for that long? Cuz it I mean it's tough, right? Very tough. <laughs> well, this town is tough. This so town, town is, is tough. tough. I almost I will tell you honestly the truth, I almost had to close up shop for the pandemic cuz the pandemic actually saved me. 
um, because I was already set up for Zoom because I've been doing Zoom since it was Uvu before Zoom existed. Right. Um, so I would say really the secret to my success has been constantly reinventing myself. Mm. Whatever is new, I, I've tried to stay on the precipice of whatever's new. I've tried to be before the things come you know like yeah i always feel like i always say to people that you're always like going to like uh whatever casting director thing it is or just like always you always know exactly like what the trends are in the industry and you're always on top of it thank you yeah i try to be i mean first of all i love the business like i'm addicted to deadline i must i need to know every breaking piece of news 24 7 it's Mm -hmm. A real addiction I have but I love <laughs> but I love knowing everything I can as much as I can about the business about new casting trends I watch a lot I talk to agents I talk to casting directors I go to panels I go yeah. to events um, so I really I really try but it's a constant reinvention mm-hmm. being and staying in this town and when I started you have to understand you guys there were five of us mm-hmm. out of those original five there's two left and i'm one of them wow there are so many coaches now and i had to write i had to ride the trend of all casting directors became coaches oh that's right there was that trend there's always some new trend i have (laughs) to like ride out you know Mm -hmm. it's crazy (laughs) but several of your clients have really gone on to do a lot of great work in hollywood right so what do you attribute to that success like is there a secret ingredient that you have as a coach Wow, what a question. Um, you know, I, I would like to say that especially when I have them from when they're younger, that I kind of instill um, a certain work ethic. I William has that in spades. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking your craft seriously and being a team player. I would say acting's a team sport. Absolutely. So I feel like those things will stay with you in your career as you get older and transition into being an adult actor. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I have um, I have a question because as far as like you know the industry and you mm-hmm. say you're always adapting and the industry's you know turning into well mostly self tapes now or on right. Zoom, um, and I feel like that can make it even harder to stand out than mm-hmm. it's ever been before. So do you have any tips for someone that's trying to create a really good self-tape audition that stands out? I do, but a lot of people don't don't like my advice. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll come to me once and they'll leave and they'll be very afraid. I'm a big believer in acting as much as possible, of course, acting as though you have the job already in your self-tape. Mm-hmm. So if that means walking into frame, if that means dancing into frame, if that means looking off, having that strong moment before, changing your hairstyle or clothes for the, if you're, if you're seen, if your scenes rather in a film audition, let's say, go from the first part of the film to the last part of the film, you know, and your, your character's gone in a completely different direction now, or outside versus inside, or different um, seasons of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer. It helps you get into it. It helps the casting and the producers and director visualize it clearly. They don't have to imagine, but people get very afraid to try something new like that. Mm. Very afraid. I love that. I love that, 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 especially the, like, the different kind of look throughout 
the sides mm-hmm. which you're you're presented. Um, I, I've never even thought about doing that myself. Like, oh, really? I, I think that's yeah, really I interesting. That. I love that, and I love when they're. Um, I love when short auditions like co-stars when I get to do a couple of different takes like really different takes and that's worked really well for you William yeah it definitely has yeah I always do my friends will be like what do you mean you tell your students to do different takes yeah like drastically different drastically 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 different because you're not in the room to get a redirect right so mm-hmm. show them you have great range. And why not send two takes? I mean, if they don't watch the second one, then it's no skin off your nose, and you won't know anyway. You can't do it if they're too long. But these co-stars, I really exactly. suggest it. Exactly. Two lines, four lines. I mean, why Go not do it, it twice? Yep. But make sure they're different. Yeah. Really different. Mm-hmm. And William always knows, I always tell my students, bring me a bunch of choices for clothes. Oh, yeah. I love choices. I have a wardrobe rack in my office, and it's like, bring me choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten used to doing that now. <laughs> but now, since you work with um, with uh, uh, younger people, like, what is that process uh, when they start aging out with you? Is there a transition that you encourage, or or is there an aging out process that you have? I don't. I'm waiting. Well, what happened? <laughs> it's coming. I know it's coming. Um, well, Funny you mention that, though. I am now, my business is called Your Hollywood Coach for several reasons. But for many years, I was coaching kids and teens because all I worked with were kids and teens. And all of a sudden, one day, I looked around and I said, I really don't have any kids left. (laughs) And then I noticed that some young adults were embarrassed to come to me because they thought I was just a kid's coach. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd better rebrand talking about always reinventing myself, right? Right. Then I really decided I wanted to be a global presence and get more students from around the world. And I thought, well, Hollywood's such a brand. Mm. I need to put Hollywood in the name. Absolutely. So that's how your Hollywood coach came about. So now, I mean, there are people in Williams' class who have been with me since they're 10 and 11 who are now in their 20s, right, William? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, I mean, I, definitely. I'm one of them. Well, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking to one. I'm one, but yeah, definitely. Like William. a lot of the, a lot of the, a few, definitely a few of the kids that are currently in our Thursday class. Which um, is amazing, and and I'm so grateful that you guys have stuck with me. I really try to adapt to everyone's growing up, and I will talk to you as you are now, not how you used to be. Sure. Oh, that's actually another thing. I, I I've always really loved about you and I always tell people if I'm if I'm uh suggesting someone to go to you I always say that um you know even though you have these group classes you're really good at focusing on individuals and 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 helping them grow and knowing where they're growing and continuing um helping them continue on that path of growth thank you thank you for noticing that yeah that's very big with me yeah everybody if you're in front of me you you have my complete attention and I don't have one method mm-hmm. I use mm-hmm. it's the whatever works for you method and whatever's going to help you become a stronger actor um, feel confident in this industry and be a better person right um, well I'm I've got a, a question I'm a little curious about sure. um, I, I want to know if you could sit down and have coffee or tea with uh, any actor dead or alive um, who would it be and and why? It has to be actor? Yeah. 
It has to be acting. How about how about how about through? Well, it doesn't have to be acting because I think I know. <laughs> I think I know who you want to talk about. Um, let's do let's do actor and then whoever else you want. <laughs> so. Um... Obviously, Lucille Ball, although I would be shivering in my shoes because she was so intimidating. And I've read every book about her, and I hate to say this, but I've heard some not nice things about her personally. But what a genius. Mm-hmm. What, what a, a genius. genius. And you oh, know yeah. how I feel about learning comedy. That's one of the first things I tell everybody to do. Listen to I Love Lucy first. Yeah. Then go back. I have a four-part I Love Lucy exercise I give people, but... <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, and and because I told you guys I love the business so much, what she did and Desi did with the history of Desi Lu and multi-camera comedy and um, oh, they invented it. I mean, they yes. really invented the format. It's really like people don't. I mean, I know everybody knows this, but people don't really talk about what they did for comedy. More than just like just TV. I mean, yeah, multicam. They created that that format, but but comedy itself. Absolutely, absolutely. They were such pioneers in every sense of the word. Yeah, it just excites me to no end. I could talk for William knows. I could talk forever about Lucille Ball. Yeah, you definitely can. Um, and I own like all her old movies. Well, or a lot I mean, of them. I anyway. mean, in in your apartment, don't you like almost have like you have like a little. Lucy Shrine. Lucy Shrine. Yeah, I have my Laker Shrine, which brings me to... uh, (laughs) Oh, the other one? uh, Yeah. Actually, I'm wearing wearing shoes with his face on it today. Um, No, Kobe Bryant is my absolute hero. Mm -hmm. Um, That was just a devastating loss to me. I actually cried last night because LeBron just won, surpassed Mm -hmm. uh, Kareem for... um, NBA points scored, and I thought, oh, Kobe would have loved to have been there. Mm-hmm. But in in terms of passion and work ethic, nobody beats Kobe. Right. Nobody. Um, and and self learning and being self taught and always wanting to be the best you could be. And I loved how every off season in the summer he would always take on a new skill. He never just rested on his laurels, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, uh, you know, I am a big Harold Lloyd fan. Oh, yeah. I know people like Charlie Chaplin and people like Buster Keaton. I do love Buster Keaton. I do as well. I do. <laughs> um, but I actually thought Harold Lloyd was the better actor of all three oh, of them. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, just my opinion, of mm-hmm. course. <laughs> but so I, I'd love to talk to him. So what is your what is your end goal? Do you have a, a dream that has not been fulfilled in Hollywood yet? <laughs> um, I have so many dreams. I will never be satisfied. Let's just put that out there. I will always be wanting to do something else. I mean, I even have dreams for like when I retire, which people say, well, then you're not really retiring because <laughs> then I want to do musicals. But um, yeah, I, I think for coaching, I want to get to a point where I can just have an exclusive group of people I really want to help mm-hmm. and coach and mentor. 
you know, because I do a lot of career coaching as well. Um, this is not a popular actor thing to say for an adult, but I really want to be on um, a Disney show. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, cool. Dude, that's like my dream. Right? Mine too. I really do. Like, I, I keep waiting. I'm like, I know one day this audition's going to come about where I get to be like a crazy teacher or neighbor or aunt I know, or something. I keep getting pinned and I never get them. Oh, well, come I to me. S- Let me coach you. You'll <laughs> okay. get it. You'll get it. I did I did one guest star on a Disney show and it was it was like the best experience of my, oh my life. Oh my God, I totally agree. I, would, I want to do that so bad. Right? Yes. Okay, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so yeah that's what I want I know other people want like these big dramatic movies but I love I love making people laugh I love sitcoms yeah and too. kids laughter is one of the best sounds in the world they're so honest you <laughs> would know? you say the comedy is your preferred thing to coach or do you well I don't want anyone to like not come to me now when I say this but <laughs> I mean it's the most fun it is the most fun it is the most I fun. love finding all those beat changes so and that creative. strong, cre- yeah. yeah, that strong so. character point of view, and it's and I love physical comedy so much. Oh, same. So, um, well, maybe we should just write our own pilot, Mark. Right? <laughs> See, no, no I, joke. I always have another idea. <laughs> sure. Well, we love like I mean, because we're doing our Thursday class um, now. We're in session, and uh, I know with the last like three weeks we were doing this intense. Uh, that ten or it was like a ten page dramatic scene from, from a uh, play. I love from that. doubt. From doubt, yeah. Um, See now stuff is, like that, wow. I love. Like that was a blast getting right? to like yeah, really yeah. sink our lo- teeth into that. I did really that. love that. For yeah, that was a lot of fun. And We're, now this we, week's yeah. going to be sketch comedy week from SNL sketches. So I yeah, I work really hard on. Um, I don't know what it looks like to you, William, but I work really hard <laughs> <laughs> on creating an interesting syllabus each time. Oh yeah, we always think we always think it's a. It's oh you always, do yeah. Okay. We always think it's like <laughs> an interesting. Yeah, and then the next week after that, we're going to be talking about the business. Yeah. Of the industry, which I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. Where can we find you? Ah, uh, yourhollywoodcoach.com, and uh, that's also for Instagram and for Twitter. Great. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so one last question that that William and I have been contemplating for a long time, and maybe you'll have the answer to this. Uh, any idea who pays for porn? There's a question. <laughs> no, I, I. Not only do I not know, I don't want to know. <laughs> I work with kids. I'm keeping it that way. I avoid on social media all political conversations, <laughs> religious conversations. I am extremely like straight and narrow, and will not. You know, I stop at stop signs. <laughs> I do the speed limit. <laughs> I want to know nothing about anything that's not, you know, Disney or Nick. Yeah. So that's a no. That's, that's a no. A no. And uh, you, William? It's, it's, it's also a no from me. God, for me too. Yeah. Well, I guess that settles that. Yeah. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh. All right.